1: Brian Baldinger joins us. Uh, he's our Odyssey NFL insider. Joins us every single Wednesday. Uh, brought to you by driveway.com. Looking for a new cargo to driveway.com where you can get pre-qualified, buy a car, get it delivered. Brian's also the host of the Odyssey original podcast, In the Huddle, with Jason Lockonfora and Carl Dukes covering the entire NFL. Baldy, how are you this well, Wednesday? What up, Baldy?
0: Hey, guys. It's good to be with you. Thanks.
2: Hey, Baldy. I know, uh, of course, we're going to get to all the games and everything, but wanted to get your thoughts on, uh, you know, what happened Monday night to DeMar Hamlin as far as your thoughts when it happened and the process that the league went about uh, canceling the game.
0: Well, I was like everybody else, Randy. Uh, you know, we, we've all been down there on the field before when, you know, players have gotten hurt and injuries have come out and... You know, there's a lot of uncertainty until you know what's wrong. And then, you know, once, once you kind of figure out the guy's going to be all right, everything's, you know, I mean, might be injured or whatever, but he's going to be okay. You, we could kind of get our head back into the game, but we couldn't do that on Monday. Nobody knew. Nobody knew the circumstances. The You know, there was just tremendous uncertainty about just what happened to DeMar and how severe it was. We knew it was severe just by the emotions. But I, I thought the NFL, to be honest, I mean – Evidently, they, they practiced these situations uh, in the off season. You know, if, if somebody stops breathing, CPR, how quickly they responded. They got there. They got them breathing again. They got them in the, you know, ambulance to the hospital in record time. I mean, it was kind of amazing how the league handled the whole thing. They did everything right. I mean, they canceled the game, postponed it. Uh, they still don't know exactly when things are going to be played because we still don't know what's going to go happen to DeMar. Right. So there's still tremendous uncertainty oh. about them. You know his future his health um, we could do everything we can to to play and bring uh, you know the right amount of attention to it but uh, it's you know I, I think whenever this league resumes whether it's Saturday afternoon with that first game in Las Vegas I mean there's gonna be a tremendous amount of trepidation amongst all players uh, before that first uh, ball is kicked on Saturday
1: is that one of the things that I mean obviously there's a million differences between guys that can play in the NFL and guys that can't or guys that didn't and Randy tries to explain the, the differences and what it takes as well as you can but you can't actually understand it unless you did it is that one of the things that having having done it you feel the the mentality the ability to sort of just go back out there after something like that or knowing what's possible the mentality that it takes to be an NFL player, is that one of the biggest differences you think that exists
0: yeah it is. there is I mean there's a mental component we always say that a game is played from the neck up and part of the mental component is being able to just compartmentalize certain aspects of the game, which we know there's inherent danger, there's inherent risk. We know all of that, yet we still, you know, can kind of block some of that out in order to play and move on. And, you know, I mean, the old mentality of just move the pile. I mean, that's there is a, a great deal of truth to that. Um, and it, it, it exists amongst coaches and players and trainers and all that. And, you know, we've seen some gruesome things down the field, you know, bones sticking out, and, uh, you know, guys' eyes are closed and we don't know if they're conscious. Or not. I mean, we've seen all of that. Um, yet we still, you know, can't wait till, you know, the next Sunday and we get to tee it up again. So there is a great deal of ability to be able to block out the, uh, you know, the inherent risk to the game in order to enjoy and love the game.
2: Well, about it, as we get ready for this week, because I'm assuming that these things will be played out. And, and the Falcons—they got you know Tampa going in, and, and there's all this rumor about you know Tampa not playing their starters and everything. I just can't see Tom Brady going out with an eight-nine. I know they're in the playoffs and they got the fourth seed or whatever, but them him going eight-nine just don't seem like that's something that, that he wants to do. I, I agree.
0: I agree with you, Randy. I just told him on Sunday that defensively really they're really good right now. Uh, they got all their big horses uh, back inside. Vita Vea, Akeem Hicks, um, you know, Carolina. They couldn't run the ball at all against them, uh, especially when they had to. Um, you know, they, they're getting healthy at the right time. Mike Evans had a career day, all that kind of stuff. I I think they'll go out and play. Uh, I mean, I think Brady wants to play. I think, you know, being 9-8 and eight versus 8-9 eight and nine is important to him. Um, you know, we know that, uh, you know, injuries are always – a problem I don't think Tom Brady thinks about any of that stuff I think they want to go play and so uh, I think they want to you know let just send a message to the whole league that anybody come to Tampa for the playoffs in wild card weekend they're gonna have their hands full and I believe they will too because I think they're they're doing a lot they got Tristan Wurz back they might get their center back Ryan Jensen at some point before the playoffs uh, I think it's like full speed ahead for Tampa
1: we know the Falcons aren't, aren't playing for a playoff spot in that final game, but everybody's looking at the quarterback and trying to learn what we can about Desmond Ritter in these four games. What have you seen from him in his three games, progress-wise, that, that make you kind of believe in him a little bit, if you do?
0: Well, we saw, we saw, you know, come down the field in the last, you know, five minutes of the game to go kick the game-winning field goal. I and mean, a number of good throws, um, you know, in order to do that. You know, one was to the tight end, uh, you know, on third down to keep the drive alive. I mean, they kicked the field goal with no time left on the clock. I mean, it was the ultimate drive. And, you know, for a rookie quarterback to do that, I don't, I don't care who the opponent is. Um, that's all part of the maturation process. I mean, if you just look at him week one and then four weeks later, I mean, he almost looks like a different player. He looked like he had no pocket awareness. He looked like he was just in a frenetic uh, mode week one, this first game. And last week he looked calm. And, you know, if the guys could catch the ball a little bit better, I thought he made a number of really good throws. And so and he moved really well. Uh, he's not looking to run, although he can run. Yeah, uh, you know, I thought he I thought he managed the game really well. You know, really tight game to find a way to win that game.
2: Walter, one of my favorite people in the league is is Coach Ron Rivera. I love that man so much for what he stands for and everything. How does he make that kind of mistake like that? I mean, start- uh,
0: Randy, I, well, as soon as he announced Carson Wentz as a starter last week, I said it's a mistake. You know, the players really responded to Taylor Heineke. They won a lot of games with him. Uh, Terry McLaurin isn't in the Pro Bowl without Taylor Heineke, no no way. And when he went to Carson, I was like, look, fundamentally he's a mess, Randy. That's number one. Number two, I, you know, what he did didn't surprise me. I mean, the interceptions were terrible. Um, just, you know, he, he plays a lot of hero football. I'm not here to trash Carson. But they had a better option at quarterback than Taylor Heineke. Now we're going to go back to him, but it's too late. And so, I don't know, I guess, you know, Rob's looking for a spark, Randy, but, you know, like, that's a hope type thing. I I thought Heineke played really well. Um, I thought he gave him the best chance to win that game last week. I don't know if they would have or not, but um, the results were that it was a mistake. And he's got to live with that at this point.
1: Brian Baldinger joining us here on the Midday Show with Andy and Randy. He's our Odyssey NFL insider. Brought to you by driveway.com. The Seahawks, Lions, and Packers all have a a path to the playoffs on Sunday. Obviously, things have to to break for certain teams. Of those three teams, which one do you think has the best chance to actually win a playoff game if they get in?
0: Well, I think Green Bay. I mean, they won four in a row. Aaron Rodgers was really good on Sunday, but the running game was really good. Defensively, they might have played their best game of the year. I mean, they've just gotten a little bit better every week. They're a couple deep shots away from being able to really take control of these games and blow teams out. Uh, they're getting close. Christian Watson really is a difference maker in that offense. But I think that's a team that um, you know you saw, you know, what Jair Alexander did in you know with help to yes. so Justin Jefferson, yeah. the league's yeah. best receiver. I mean. <laughs> He wanted that challenge, man. <laughs> you know what those corners are, man. They're like, get out of my way. I want this guy. You know, they just have a different mentality than everybody else in the locker room. They're like, I'm going to be loud. I'm going to strut. I'm going to do, uh, you know, I'll do a Justin Jefferson's dance better than him after I defend him. Um, you know, he got inside his head and... You know, they make Kirk Cousins look bad on Sunday. I, I think the Packers could be a dangerous team in the postseason.
1: That's what? like Randy around here. Yeah. This
2: dude walking <laughs> around doing Maybe. the gritty. I, I walk around doing the gritty. Hey, Paul, the real last one, the guy, uh, one of the games on Saturday, uh, the, the Jaguars, they get an opportunity. They got a, I, I'm assuming this is a still wounded uh, Tennessee Titans team after they rested all the guys. Joshua Dobbs look like he's going to be the starter, right choice. How do you look at that game going down as far as Jacksonville, the turnaround, and then being able to get in the playoffs? Possibly. Well, I mean, they're playing great football, Randy, on all
0: aspects. I mean, the pass rush is there. The quarterback is fixed. I mean, Trevor's playing great football. Uh, Travis Etienne is a handful. Um, they got over the offensive line. I call it the Duval Wall. Like, they really come on. They're really playing well. Even Walker Little, the new left tackle. Um, I, I, I can't see any scenario where Joshua Dobbs and look, the guy is, you know, a space engineer. I mean, he knows more about stuff than I'll ever know, but, <laughs> um, and he played pretty good against Dallas, but I can't see any scenario where Jacksonville lets this slip through their hands on Sunday and isn't hosting a playoff game wildcard weekend.
2: 30 seconds, Baldy. How bad is, is Jalen Hurts missed in Philly? Oh, I mean, he's the MVP of the league,
0: Randy, and, um, you take the MVP out, you know, everything else, it doesn't fall apart, but that was a poor performance by everybody, the coaching staff, everyone last weekend, um, Jalen is the heartbeat of not just this football team, but the whole city, to be honest with you. The, the, the guy's just an amazing person, amazing player. They need him back to real bad, and they need him healthy uh, this weekend against the Giants.
1: Baldy, we appreciate it. As always, thank you. Happy New Year.
0: Yeah, Happy New Year, guys. I'll talk to you next week.
1: Brian Baldinger there. Follow him on Twitter, at @BaldyNFL. NFL, our Odyssey NFL insider. Again, brought to you by driveway.com. Head to driveway.com today to shop more than 25,000 new and used cars and driveways nationwide inventory. Make sure to follow In the Huddle on the Odyssey app or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.